Hi, welcome to Bags of Joy. We believe that friendship, creativity, looking and feeling good is an art, not a science. And that all of it is better when you bring joy to the mix. So put down your handbag for 10 minutes and listen in with us, Mickey, Deborah and Alex, as we fill your head with thoughtful, fun and practical conversation. This is the Bags of Joy podcast. Can't believe it's our last podcast from this series. I was going to say, only the last of series one. Exactly. Last of series one. Yeah, so we thought that um, we'd do tips and tricks and also if there's anything, any little guiding principles that you use to help you make a decision. I've read this book on confidence, on female confidence. People think that you're either born with confidence or you're not. But the fact is that confidence is only you're born with about 50% confidence and the other 50% is all learnt. Mm-hmm. Now, we all know you can get a long way on half a tank. <laughs> yeah, I, I really wanted to focus in on the confidence, but I know we've spoken about it a lot, but it does say, it does sort of ring true that confidence is going to be, for women, the single most important thing that's going to help them to be equal in the workplace. Confidence to say, no, I'm worth £60,000. My counterpart is being paid £60,000. I'm not going to ask for £45,000 because that's what women do. It's the confidence to actually speak up and ask for your share. And know your worth. Yeah, and know your worth. Believe believe in your worth. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. I talk about some hacks, confidence hacks, which are much easier to put into place and don't take as long as changing a pre-existing belief. So like, for instance, I'll say plan 60% of your day the night before. Don't try and plan 100%. Unexpected things always come up. But by doing that, you'll know the majority of what to expect the next day. And so you'll be less likely to be stressed about what's going on around you. And the other thing I like to say, which, which I've mentioned in an earlier podcast, is about the power poses. Because you only have to do them for a couple of minutes. But Amy Cuddy basically introduced this idea where basically body language can impact how we feel. And so if you put on a powerful stance it can actually make you feel more powerful and confident. So the two poses are, well, there's a few, but you know, the two that I'll mention now, there's the Wonder Woman pose where your hands are on your hips and your feet are spread wide apart, or the Victory pose where your hands are raised up and a part of your head like a giant V and your head is held high and proud and they work. You only have to do them for a couple of minutes a day. In front of the mirror is the best and they work. One of the other things I always kind of say is try and establish a me morning ritual because finding the time to put your needs first and being good to yourself is actually one of the traits of self-confidence. So even if it's like 10 minutes, if you do it, massive impact. That's really, really big. What is your, your morning ritual? I like to daydream. I kind of visualize what I want like I've mentioned before, just bask in it in, with all my senses, feel it, see it, hear it, almost touch it. That to me is um, manifesting. So I like to start off like that, where um, I think about what I want and feel it as if it's already happened. Five minutes is enough. 15 minutes is a great one. That's a nice, solid amount. Love that. So you yeah. guide yourself. Yeah. Your senses. Yeah, yeah. If you can change your wording to 
what do I want to do today? It just puts the power back in your hands, doesn't it? I like that. I like that yeah. a lot. Mm. Mika, I like when you said about the little me ritual for the mornings. For me personally, my little me ritual is putting on my makeup, doing brushing my hair and getting dressed because that sets me up for a whole different stance on the day as opposed to just rolling out of bed into a tracksuit and just... I never seem to start the day if I don't do that little ritual in the morning. Yeah, because um, that's a you. Exactly. Yeah. So you ritual, exactly. Exactly. So I think that's definitely something that women can incorporate into their little morning routines because it, it just changes. It just changes the way you take on the day. I definitely think that that's really important. Yeah. And confident people know it innately. They just know that that is important. You time is important and, and they create it. They make it happen. One, one little uh, routine that was shared with me from a friend who does suffer from depression. And she said, if you, after your shower in the morning, rub body cream all over your body, it only takes two minutes, but just rub. And it could be baby lotion. It, it doesn't have to be anything fancy. But if you do that, it's like you're giving yourself a whole little self-love all over your body. And it does... I've started to do that and it really does set you up for the day. It's just a lovely little thing to do. So nice. Mm. Even nicer when somebody else does it for you. (laughs) (laughs) Just putting it out there. (laughs) Alex, what are your top confidence tips? Well, for me, like I said, it's definitely, you know, taking the moment and taking some pride in getting yourself put together every morning. It's been a struggle even for me during the last year of the pandemic. I'm not heading out to business anymore. I'm not, you know, in and out of London or buying appointments. Everything's virtual. And it's very difficult. You know, we're only dressing from the top half up. Just putting my makeup on in the morning, putting a nice outfit on literally changes my my mood and my mentality for the entire day. That's what gives me joy, my little me ritual. And I do like to see how it helps others when I advise other clients to do something similar and you know I get messages from them to say yes this really has changed and impacted when they don't really think it's going to that for me is my is my number one tip making like five minutes for you and and thinking about what you're putting together it's so powerful isn't it because we talk about the body and I I just mentioned about rubbing cream into your skin but then it's what comes next it's almost like the ritual of then putting nice pieces on your body, something that feels good next to your skin, something that, that kind of gives you a nice silhouette. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it is, it, I mean, we do live in a very visual culture, don't we? Yeah, that we do. And it, it is hard. I mean, we are uh, surrounded by all social media and magazines and editorials and the TV, and it does have this unrealistic expectation that we all think is attainable but it's not I mean pictures are airbrushed I I worry for my children I worry for my daughter and her being exposed to all of this because the reality is is even the picture that you see you don't really know what the story is behind that and they have an impact on you and you think oh my god that life is so perfect you know why is mine not like that I think it's it is a very challenging time that we're living in because everything is visual visual and everything is so readily available that's why sometimes I think it's good to take a break from all of that and appreciate your self-worth and do things for you, these little bee rituals and everything, because create create what's perfect for you. Don't try to be somebody else or somebody that you're not. Embrace, you know, all of your good qualities and maybe your flaws, and, and that gives you power and confidence, I think. So mm. I've, I've been trying to take at least two walks a day. They are non-social media 
and non-telephone walks. Otherwise, I'm not tuning in. Like I go with my son sometimes and he's got his head down. He could walk into a lamppost because he's on his phone. I just want to be there in the moment with somebody. I think for me, it's like, be really aware. I get posture pain um, from sitting at the desk. So I've now brought my yoga mat into my studio with me. Yesterday, I ordered, <laughs> you're gonna laugh, I've ordered AstroTurf for my for my oh. gallery. <laughs> I, want, I want to feel like I'm outside. I want to kind of bring that outside vibe in. And I've ordered a swing seat. Because oh, so I, want to, I want to have a bit of joy swinging on my seat. I want it to be there so that I'm not sitting for any longer. It's awful. Your energy just like sinks into your thighs. Your shoulders come up to your ears. You know, you hunch hunch round and before you know it and you haven't eaten lunch I mean hello we all need lunch <laughs> that doesn't happen to me like food never gets just forgotten oh how did I want it I haven't had lunch no that <laughs> chocolate for me all the way or anything sweet for me yeah. too anything sweet I'm terrible yeah. that's my treat at 11 o'clock every morning I've taken to having a coffee and I put cream in it cream and sugar you're so oh, wild oh, you're oh, wild, wild. <laughs> 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 But that's like I can't wait. It's my eleven. It's my eleven o'clock treat. I love it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's what gets me through the mid morning. And what's your five o'clock treat? Or oh, you're already back with the kids by then? Well, I we kind of make a ritual. I think what's nice about um, the last year and the pandemic is the quality family time. I mean, okay, we do want to rip each other's heads off sometimes, but it has made us slow down and appreciate the smaller things in life. And having an early dinner, we all sit down together around six or six thirty, which is a lot earlier than we used to. We have a lovely family dinner. There's no phones at the table. I mean, the kids, there's no games or anything. It's just quality family time where we talk about our day or, you know, what everyone's interested in and that's what gets us to the evening and with a little glass of red wine on the side <laughs> <laughs> how early are you having your red wine <laughs> well, i'm trying to not do it before six let's you know six five thirty six o'clock it's like the end of the day breathe a cyber relief we've got through another day and just give ourselves a little bit of a pat on the shoulder that's my pat on the shoulder so, so do, you, <laughs> do your kids think it's robina <laughs> <laughs> they know it's what do they think you're an alcoholic no. I love honestly Amelia I have got to tell you this little story the things that they come out with I was getting dressed for um a live session the other day the other evening so I had been in my tracksuit all day so Amelia looks at me she goes why have you got your fashion on <laughs> oh, she calls it the fashion <laughs> I love the things That's that they come so out with sweet. so cute so yeah I have my fashion on that's what brings me joy my fashion Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> what a series it's been. What a beautiful experiment in creativity and ad lib confidence. Because the thing is, creativity is something that we all have. We just maybe don't always choose to go there because creativity is messy. Creativity is messy. It's unknown. It involved, it involves taking risks. It doesn't involve playing it safe. It involves going on the road less traveled. It involves visualizing your ideas and really 
heading towards it. And it's not comfortable. Nobody ever grew anything or made anything if they quit. Literally everyone is creative, but just in very different ways. You know, you have the classic creativity guy artists, but you can be creative and, and set up a new business. That's being creative. Um, for me, it's finding your passion and your meaning and your purpose and then going for it. Because as you said, it could be anything. But if you have a passion towards something, you have a calling towards it, like some kind of calling to a larger purpose, then that you're going to have to find your way to get there, aren't you? I like what you said, Deborah, about everybody's creative. It's not something that, you know, we, we need to learn. We, it's all within us. But I think a lot of people are hesitant because they're scared of the unknown and they're scared of maybe criticism or not hitting the nail on the head. Something that my husband says quite often, which, which I really resonate with, is that, you know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. It doesn't have to be something that's new because, you know, it, you just have to find a new way of doing things. If it doesn't already, already exist, I mean, to say it exists proves there is a need for it. It's just how you interpret different things. And I think people need to be a little bit more confident and take that plunge. But it is sometimes difficult, as you said. And one of the things that I've been, been sort of made aware of is that creativity is a team sport. Two heads are better than one. Three heads are even better. I think that's what I've loved about our, our little girl gang here is that we've taken the creative plunge together. We've come at it from our own angles. We're not an island. We're like a little hamlet together. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can all, we, we can all, you know, relate to that in whatever you do, whether it's going to somewhere for the first time, wanting to go to a party, but not wanting to go on our own. Much nicer to go with a friend because you've already got your little kind of way of seeing the world. We all need support. That's what I, I love about podcasts is that you just get an opportunity to, to grow and to, to experiment and share. And, and I hope listeners that you have enjoyed being on this journey with our girl gang. And we look forward to our second series with you with some little changes along the way. And that's all part of the creative process. If I could leave, if I could leave everybody with one thought, it would be always look on the bright side of life. <laughs> and I think today we should play ourselves out with that music. All right, girls, let's get our handbag and go. Always look on the bright side of life. Always look on the light side of life.